Hello, and welcome to the Betcha Sub Podcast. I'm Sammy Fishbein. I'm Amanda Duberman. And for those of you who are just tuning in, the Betcha Sub Podcast is your bi-weekly rundown of all the crazy shit that's happening in the news, explained by our two funniest friends. Which is us. Yes, it is. Today we are talking about... Trump wants to nuke hurricanes. Today is Women's Equality Day. And the G7 Summit. It's a shit show. It's a mess. Let's get into it. Betches Media presents. I like beer. I don't know if you do. Okay. Do you like beer, Senator, or not? Uh, my party is going bet crazy. Yeah! You're the pop- Alternative facts. Oh, goodness. The Betches Sup Podcast. America! So, Sammy, what's getting you through this week? Um, there are two things. We'll start with number one. Um, we have a feud between one of the hosts of Good Morning America and... Prince George, yeah. who's five, I think. Um, so basically, on basically last week, um, on Thursday, Good Morning America anchor Lara Spencer was making fun of Prince George for taking ballet classes. And I mean, we're going to play. It, the, yeah, it was yeah. interpreted as her making fun of him taking dance classes. Here's the clip. Prince William says George absolutely loves ballet. I have news I for that. you, Prince William. We'll see how long that lasts. <laughs> <laughs> Between the religious studies and the computer programming, I just want to go back to the Play-Doh. Okay, so this was widely interpreted as her bullying Prince George and making fun at boys who like dance. And there was a huge uproar all over social media, led primarily by like male dancers, especially on Broadway, just calling for her to apologize, like flagging what she had said. Um, there were protests outside of GMA this morning. She apologized on Instagram on Friday and then she apologized first thing on GMA today and then aired like this six minute segment about like with, with male dancers trying to like understand their experiences. Okay. Yeah. I feel like this is such a 2019 scandal. Yeah. Like I do think she probably was like implying something about that, but like I would, I don't know if I would call it bullying. Yeah. It more just like a little bit retrograde. Right. 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 Yeah. 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 Well, somebody was making the point where it's like, but then she goes on to say like all the other things that fill up his schedule and like for young boys, even young people, like sometimes dance is the first to go. Like, yeah, I took ballet when I was that age. Right. We'll see how long that lasted. Yeah. So this morning, members from the Share Broadway musical led a protest out the GMA studio, probably the most gorgeous, best best choreographed protest we've ever seen and then she apologized let's play her apology i screwed up i did the comment i made about dance was insensitive it was stupid and i am deeply sorry i've spoken with several members of the dance community over the past few days i have listened i have learned about the bravery it takes for a young boy to pursue a career in dance and last night i sat down with three influential dancers who have lived it firsthand and then there's six minutes <laughs> of her like talking to them and then explaining why her comments were hurtful. It's I completely understand like why why that could have personally impacted certain people who felt who maybe had that that must have like activated something in people that I personally don't have in me, but I am aware of my blind spots. But this was definitely like just to think of all the shitty things actual bad people say, and then like the weight of her apology is seems disproportionate uh, not disproportionate but it was surprising i mean the whole thing feels like she she said something off the cuff yeah that could have meant so many different things it's so weird because when you watch it she says it 
I'm not arguing that she might have she meant it and like oh little boys can't dance but she says it and then the audience like starts to laugh and that's when she kind of like leans into it and she's like oh okay I'll go with this then it's so weird yeah it seems sort of like I don't know it could have been like oh he's into like fire trucks right we'll see how long that yeah. lasts because kids come up with right I don't know I mean I guess it's nice that she yeah. like tried to right. like I guess learn about other people's experiences that she may not right. have known like why that was a sensitive comment but interesting yeah yes right but it's like all weekend i saw everyone like gma anchor in a feud with prince george and then when i actually cl- read like, the prince story george i was like this is disappointing i thought it was like much feudier yeah prince george doesn't know this is fucking happening no. guys <laughs> he has no idea he's like i just want to dance yeah okay all right amanda yeah what is getting you through this week in trump's america <sighs> well today is women's equality day that's nice. Which is nice. I know. It's such a like Don't broad. you feel equal? I feel super equal. Yeah. You know, wear- it really feels like yeah, it. Yeah. I didn't. I was like, today I wore a skirt, but I was like, I could wear pants if I want to. Oh, my God. I did wear a skirt on yeah, pants. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what we should be celebrating, though, is Ruth Bader Ginsburg being yeah. fourth time fourth. beating it's pancreatic crazy. fucking cancer that woman yeah. is a hero yeah. and i pray for her she's beat pancreatic cancer twice which is a very aggressive form and she's also just had also colon cancer which is also the one where you hear that and you're like oh no time to get my affairs in order this bitch is and like not cancer. fucking no, no, today not Satan. today what is happening it's nuts. i mean she must have to go get physicals like every two weeks or something because they're like we did a blood test we found a little something weird we looked for it we found it it's gone Oh, my God. Like, she must be getting blood tests all the time so they can, like, catch it so quickly. The normal person, you know, if you go to a physical every year and, like, God forbid something started the day after your physical or you don't go until you're not feeling well. Yeah, it's much... Yeah. Honestly, protect Ruth at all costs. Seriously. Um, last time she had surgery, we sent her a giant box of kale. You did? Um, yeah. <laughs> we Well, we did it, like, we had everyone on the story, like, screenshot our thing yeah. and then we sent additional for everyone who's, like, <laughs> screenshot and reposted. Um, we're oh, not going to do it this time yeah. just because like, you know, I don't know. Thoughts and prayers. I'm sending thoughts and prayers in a real way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Women's yeah. Equality. It sounds like such a bland sort of, I'm always kind of like on the fence about days like this because it's like, what are we supposed to talk about? Like, what 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 article am I supposed to read and write? Like, women's equality is important. So we we wrote like an article. I was sort of looking at it as like. Who's like fighting for equality? There are lots of women fighting for equality for like people of all genders and all races. And that's obviously like a deeper part of feminism than just like when will cis women be equal to men? Um, So we sort of looked at a lot of people doing doing cool things beyond just like, you know, girl power. Right. I also just think it's like ironic that we're having like Women's Equality Day in the day and age where people are trying to take away some of those rights. So it just feels to me like, oh, yeah. Yeah. The reason it's today is because it's 100 years or next year will actually be 100 years or no, it is 100 years since um, the 19th Amendment was adopted into the U.S. Constitution, giving women the right to vote. So that's that's the peg. And yeah. they've been trying to take it away exactly. ever since. Right. Yeah. Okay. We actually have a third thing that's getting us through the week in Trump's America. And it is a doozy. Donald Trump has revealed that either he always, always thought this or he newly thinks this in his senile state. That he suggested that if you nuke a hurricane, it will, before it hits the United States, it will potentially not hit the United States. Um, he's apparently suggested this multiple times to senior Homeland Security and national security officials. And he just, you know, keeps asking, like, why can't this happen? Um, and these comments have been recorded. Like, this is going yeah. in the archives, people. This isn't just like a random 
chat, you know, chat he's having. It's like a real thing. Um, so Axios uncovered the story and they asked how the person who was brief, who their source, he said this to, he asked this to a briefer, like, why can't you just nuke uh. them? And apparently <sighs> Axios asked the, how the briefer reacted. And he said something like, we'll look into that. Sir. Yeah. Like, what? right. I feel like that's also like what they said. Like when, when he asked Dom again, like you got to fire fire sessions like i'll look into it and then just nobody does anything that's just like their stock response yeah but this one's even like weirder like because now he's claiming he never said that right yeah yeah he's claiming he never said it but apparently he he asked like um he was asking how many hurricanes the united states could handle like do you know what a hurricane is do you know i don't think this is an intelligent man I'm going to put it out there. Intelligent, but also experiencing a massive mental yeah. decline. <laughs> like a real Has one. he seen Chernobyl? Like you want to throw radioactive can, material into a hurricane? You think he that can. Sounds like a way to, that sounds like a great like terrorism tactic, but not to preserve your own people. Right. It just seems like, do you not like, I, I don't know. It's crazy that he for how proud he is. Prestige television. That's for why sure. he's never seen. No, Chernobyl. this has this incidentally has not come up on Fox News yet. Yeah, like <laughs> maybe like Sean Hannity was suggesting that we should do this, and yeah. that's where he got the idea. Maybe. Okay, um, let's move on to the main news. Yeah, um, the G seven was was this weekend. Um, yeah, finishes up today. Yeah, so basically the G seven is a group of. It stands for a group of seven. Um, where seven the seven biggest economies in the United, in the world gather for discussions. This time it was held in Biarritz, France, and hosted by Emmanuel Macron. Um, the four the seven nations are U.S., France, Germany, Japan, Canada, Italy, and the U.K. Russia used to be in it when it was the G8. They got kicked out for invading Crimea. Right. Um, and yeah. Trump is trying to get them back in. Yeah, because we'll like yeah, being like a supporter of democracy is a prerequisite. Ah, which makes me wonder if it could be the G6 anytime soon. Meaning like we would get kicked out. Maybe. That's so messed up. I feel I like we started this. That would this. be wild. I mean, we leave everything else. Like a lot of things they talked about referred to like all the things that we already left. So Trump's like, I can excuse myself for this one. I don't I don't care about the climate. But yeah, this thing always reads to me. It's like a, it's it's literally a Real Housewives Union. It's seven people. <laughs> There's always like one person that nobody likes. and But then like they'll get in a fight and then they're all weirdly warm to each other. And then this awkward thing up comes up from six months ago and then they just get over it really fast and they say no we're fine now it's bizarre yeah i mean you guys i'm sure can guess how this has been going considering like all of his appearances you know abroad with the europeans have been such clusterfucks yeah that i mean i'm sure you can last year trump refused to sign the general agreement that they reached at the end they usually reach an agreement yeah he threw a tantrum and left early yeah um was that the picture with him and and Angela Merkel like yelling at him. Oh, from last year, yeah, yeah, yeah. that was That's a year best. ago. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people were posting that, and I was like, oh, did it happen again? But I think it's the old one. Oh, this exact same. Yeah, it's like a painted. It's funny because reading about some of the you know less impressive things that he did, like aides are still the sources are still saying like we're just happy he's still here because <laughs> he usually leaves. That's where the bar is. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean, it gets pretty crazy, and we'll we'll get into a few different things. So there are a few highlights. Um, because they, basically all these countries are talking about their relationships with each other, so they each sort of reach their own little agreements. Yeah, and the or, context in the back this time was really kind of like 
Trump's being wild about China and like threatening trade war and then saying, no, I'm fine. Or like saying that he can force China or U.S. companies to stay here. All of this nonsense that like sent our own stock market plummeting. So there was some there was that was sort of like the background. But I would say the biggest sort of breakaway news from it is um, their discussion about the Amazon rainforest fires. Yeah. So Macron, because he was hosting it, wanted the Amazon to essentially lead the day. Um, he basically demanded that the leaders reach an agreement to fight the fires and to try to repair it. Um, the leaders, the leaders gathered, and you'll Except never for guess Trump. Who he didn't, didn't show up. Yes. Oh, yeah. he's the one who didn't attend. I didn't know that's what you were building up to. I was oh, like, yeah. totally. I was like, but Trump didn't go. Yeah. <laughs> Give away the love spoiler. Line. Yeah, it's okay. So he sent his aides instead. Um, it wasn't even supposed to just be about the rainforest. Yeah. It was supposed to be about client, climate, biodiversity, all the oceans. But given that Trump all the is. Oceans. All of them. How many are there? Oh, given, given, how many hurricanes can we withstand? Right. He's like, if we're not going to talk about that, I'm not going. Okay. Yeah. Given the fact that this man is questioning like the absolute number of hurricanes that a full country the size, I, I don't know how fucking big, I don't understand square feet, yeah. um, a huge country <laughs> can handle. It's actually probably better that he didn't attend because right. like who, what would, yeah, what would he have contributed to, to Yeah. Yeah. Um, so basically what happened is the countries, us included, pledged 20 million to help fight the fires, which is a joke to of a number. by seven, that's like a couple million each. Leonardo DiCaprio alone has said, I will give $5 million. I feel like I know people who have $20 million. Yeah. We should not be speaking in these sums. It's insulting. But the funny thing is like the Brazilian president is probably like, cool, whatever. I don't really want it. I'm fine with this. Yeah. It's like what, what an NFL quarterback makes. It's, it's, ins- it's like who propose that honestly like how did i guess you can't leave that meeting and be like because part of me is like let's just decide it's not appropriate to intervene is like because 20 million is insulting i'm pretty sure that's less money than robert Mueller recovered from paul manafort's assets oh yeah it seems like that's that's like less than what it costs to make like a planet earth episode about the rainforest oh my god well I guess you'll save that money too now. Yeah, yeah. And Macron's been like the biggest advocate about, you know, trying to help them, which is funny because in the background, the Brazilian president is making fun of Macron's wife on Facebook. Yeah. Can you tell that story? Yes. Yes. So apparently, so Jair Bolsonaro, Bolsonaro, he is the Brazilian president. He's being sort of blamed for the fires. Doesn't seem like a good guy. Pretty far right. Like people just, he has suggested to like farmers and ranchers, just, we talked about this already, just like burn, burn the forest. It's fine. Apparently, one of his supporters, apropos of like nothing, posted a picture of Macron's wife um, standing next to Bolsonaro's wife. And what so Emmanuel Macron is married to a woman who's much older than him. Very classy lady. She's 65. I guess. She's a hottie. Yeah, she's a hottie. She's like unequivocal, like universally. I've never yeah. questioned whether she was you could even insult her looks anyway. Even if that were allowed, it would just would not be like a, a, a point for her. You would have to find something else. Bolsonaro's wife is 28 years younger than her and presumably younger than Bolsonaro. So Bolsonaro commented on that, or the person's caption was, now you understand why Macron is persecuting Bolsonaro, sort of implying like this guy's just mad his wife isn't as hot. Right. Well, we know that these kinds of people like the youngins. Yeah. So... Right. They're probably, I don't know if he ever got onto Epstein's Island, but we know what their preference is. So it's not crazy that he can't conceive that like... You know, an older right. woman could also be good looking. Exactly. Yeah. And so Bolsonaro, I, w- this is the funniest part. He's just on Facebook. He commented on the post. Do not humiliate the guy. Ha ha. 
I mean, Trump is on Twitter. He's on yeah, Facebook. I guess so. Just they're like doing, they're busy doing nothing right. other than allowing the earth to be destroyed. So, right. and it's just wild because like this is the one dude that's like really trying to bring together the world's economies to help you and to like help your rainforest. And he's like, your wife's not as cute as mine. <laughs> well, he doesn't. You know, he doesn't want to help the rainforest. No, so. that's true. Right. So it makes no difference. Yeah. No love lost. Um, other stories were with Japan. Trump met with Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe. They're like kind of friendly. Like Abe right. gives him like a little bit of detention and like yeah. kind of treats him like a real person. Um, basically, they came out with a deal that they're hoping to sign next month. We'll see if it happens. Trump says Japan will buy excess corn from the United States that that we have a huge surplus of as a result of the trade war with China, um, which is actually important because yeah. we have so we have a ton of corn apparently like rotting in stores yeah. because of these trade wars that is not being bought and instead we're bailing out the farmers um, reading this makes me feel like he's bullying the guy like you have to buy our corn okay but even though there's apparently we are putting higher tariffs on japanese cars and like everyone expected out of this conversation for if abe was going to make a concession on the excess corn (laughs) who doesn't have excess corn i mean everyone knows corn is a staple of the japanese right yes of course (laughs) yeah it's just gonna be yeah the next like momofuku is just gonna be corn yeah um and, and like, we gave them nothing. They don't even eat like so much meat that they can't even like really feed it to their cattle. Right. Like what the fuck? Yeah. All right. Well, they get most of their cattle from Brazil. Interesting. Yep. That is a fun fact. Yeah. Um, another story with the French. Trump was asked to respond to a French di- digital tax aimed at U.S. tech companies, basically where I guess the French would tax U.S. Yeah. companies. Definitely to a greater digital. degree than we do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Trump freaked out He was like You don't get to tax our people We get right. to tax our people yeah. I don't care I don't even like Jeff Bezos And I right. still won't let you tax him <laughs> um, And then he basically said He's going to threaten He's going to tar- He's going to tax their wine He says American wine's better than French wine Even though he doesn't drink He's never had any yeah. He do- He has this refrain all the time Like well I prefer American wine But then again I don't drink <laughs> Again uh, America Known for having better wine than France Yeah yeah So it seemed like everything was kind of going like Vaguely smoothly For Trump Until there was apparently this dinner Where Trump was like Hey I got this friend You know Putin Vlad He wants to come back He's been working He's trying What do we think And it didn't go over well And they were like No No He annexed (laughs) a region Right Like a little bit ago Yeah That's like not what we're about here Maybe go start your own Or maybe don't There are like Tens of thousand people In his streets Claiming that like His party is manipulating elections And everyone's like He Everyone's like Somebody used the word ruined Like he ruined the dinner (laughs) Who hasn't He ruined the dinner I mean the fact that he was able To make it through One dinner And like a lunch Maybe even a breakfast, I although know. he could have had that in his bed. Yeah, I oh. read. I read that like Macron like surprised him with a surprise lunch, <laughs> like oh, right no. when he got there, which is funny. Like, don't let him prepare; just see what happens. Because they used to be kind of like they've had a mild falling out. I think mostly over like the Paris climate deal, but they've had like they a respectful. Okay. You know, yeah, it's like Macron knows like this is the United States. It doesn't right. even matter if we have a buffoon running it for like, eight I years, four to eight years. Yeah, yeah. Don't say. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, there was one person there was one person who backed trump up on this putin thing and it was the italian prime minister giuseppe conte who just resigned because he can't even put together a fucking government yeah so you know apparently shinzo abe was neutral (laughs) of course yeah he was like i gotta get the (laughs) core 
like, he's like part the unknown part of the corn deal right was that i also can't talk yeah. i can't that's part of the deal that's part of it um and then boris johnson was like no which like, is wild not. yeah he's like they're know. the same person it's weird watching the two of them walk together yeah yeah there is the best picture i've seen of all of this so far it's just like he boris johnson and donald trump just sort of laughing uproariously at the table while nobody else is laughing like they're like the it's like the first time they've been at the grown-ups table <laughs> that's like is what it is yeah um we also had an unexpected visitor this is so funny which is crazy um the france invited the iranian foreign minister to make a surprise visit to the summit i almost wish they had it like yeah that was kind of like, uh, that's surprising like i heard that like that's they're just they make it seem casual but like i didn't think that was good it's like that's a bad precedent like you can just yeah. invite whoever like that's true i mean yeah well there's a reason we know they where keep that's it. going right. next year right we'll get to that um so basically the French and Iranian officials were expected to talk about the 2015 Iran deal, um, which the European governments are still trying to keep alive. Um, and they're basically trying to like minimize tensions in the Middle East. Yeah. Which and we've mi- largely caused by pulling out of the deal. Yeah. Yeah. And Trump was like, no, we'll talk at about first, Iran ourselves. Yeah. At first Trump apparently was like annoyed that they came and Macron surprised him again. But then he was like, no, I knew they were coming. It's fine. I don't care. Whatever. They're here. I wish that they hadn't been invited. I do. I yeah, do it does set that. a weird precedent. It's like, then what? Next year, Trump can invite North Korea. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what's that's what. Look, OK, so I would love to see a, like a documentary of like, have you seen the documentary on Netflix called Seven Days? It's no. just like a week before like really big events and they'll do like fashion shows and like restaurant openings. I would love to see one of those of like Macron's like week before. Oh, that's like great. everything he was doing. Oh, it's really, really good. I'd love a pre-Met gala week before. Do they have that? Yeah, they have oh, that. They yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. You should watch it. Great. They okay. have one for Westminster, too. That one's better. <laughs> oh, oh, there's cute, cute, yeah. cute little dogs. Yeah. Um, okay, but speaking of next oh. year, apparently it's the United States' turn to host the G7 next year. And so one thing is that because he's hosting, we're hosting, you know he's going to invite Putin. Like right. He's for sure inviting oh him. God. Which is why it was not smart of of france yeah. to invite iran partly like then he can just be like well you invited oh iran. totally totally like as if he even needed an excuse like when he does have one forget about it yeah like but the more exciting part is that you'll never believe where he plans to host it next year at the trump national doral uh which is his 800 acre golf club in miami which no one wants to go to and basically on monday this morning on monday he was like rambling about it like outside yelling at people as he does yeah just sitting with angela Merkel, trying to explain why she would like you'll love my hammy angela <laughs> but then he just kept saying we have a clip of his like main draw where he just says over and over again how close it is to the airport <laughs> i don't think they can afford a more expensive uber no no <laughs> i think we'll have a very successful g7 uh, it'll probably be in miami right next to the international airport great location uh, it's one of the biggest airports takes planes from everywhere you know, sometimes you have hours and hours of driving to get to certain locations you'll have you'll only have a five minute drive which is good you land in miami international airport and uh, so we uh, we think we're gonna have a very successful one and we can learn from what took place here because i think they did a really great job this is how you know he was the worst real estate agent ever. He's like, it's it's close to the airport. Did you hear me when I said it's close? You only have to go five minutes. Do we want to hear the planes flying above? I know. 
Like, is that what? That's the everyone knows five minutes from the airport is shitty real That's estate. Totally. Like, those are the worst hotels. It's always a, the airport hotels. It's actually it's the, the worst dumbest hotel. thing I've ever heard in my life. Also, he's going senile. If you can't oh, yeah. tell, this is how they talk. People talk when yeah. they're going well, senile. You know what's funny? Now that you mention it, this clip starts with somebody asking, are, are there going to be any surprise guests? And he's like, no, but it's going to be near the airport. Because I think they were trying to sort of goad him into being like, well. Right. I mean, he, he can't plan. He don't have the guest list right. yet. Yeah, next yeah. year. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, who knows? Maybe he'll bring the four women who Bill Clinton was once oh accused of harassing. Yeah. Like, who knows who the fuck he's going to bring? He could, he could. You think Putin's going to be the worst? Who know? Who the hell knows who he could pull out of his ass? Yeah. <laughs> Sean Spicer? We have the yeah. finest star on Dancing oh with the God. Stars. Yeah. I Sean know. Spicer this is, is all a campaign where Sean Spicer to like re-legitimize himself and then. Yeah. Also, he was like, he starts off saying we're five minutes from the airport. He and he continues saying that. He says it over and over again. He went on to say there wasn't any video of this, but they love the location of the hotel. I don't know who they is. He's not even. We like, haven't found anything even close. Really, you can be there in a matter of minutes. <laughs> Why is this so important? It's like a really key part for him. Like also, let's say you fly into Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. It's like 20 minutes. Like it's fine. I don't know. Okay. I mean, I'm not to, to mention like, yeah. yeah, not to mention. I mean, like Florida, there are plenty of detention camps there. Like, of course, oh. they're going to there's just going to be mass mass protests if it's in if it's oh in Florida. God. Oh, my God. Also, Florida's crazy on its own. Speaking of Florida, right. we have a new feature in our Betcha Sub email called Florida or Fiction. Basically, we put a question in the email saying, like, we give you a headline and we're like, is this story Florida, a headline out of Florida, or is this story completely made up? And we give you the answer the next day. Yeah. In and the newsletter. In the next day's newsletter, you can also play on our Instagram story and mm -hmm. swipe up and sign up. To get yep. the answer, go to betches.co slash stop sign up. Yeah, it's fun to see because obviously we know what it is when we put it on Instagram, but it's fun to see like when people really like the last one we did was um, it was so it was like a, a man arrives at his legislator's office after the state exiles or after the state builds a prison on his swamp and he goes to the state legislator with a donkey and is like, this is my house. Like 70% of you guys thought it was um, Florida, but it's Shrek. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think the difficulty of the game is both what makes it fun yeah. and what makes me feel like Florida is fucked up. Right. Yeah, you could really do it with any number of states nowadays, too. Yeah. Um, so there were some, a few other random things that happened, um, some gaffes. Trump listed his European properties and then claimed that oh, these Ireland properties in the United Kingdom... It's one of those things where it's like, surely... The president of the United States. They're like our biggest ally. We ask them to fight in our wars. And yeah. you don't know like what is. We have a clip of him doing this because he's literally he's like, I don't really care either way. <laughs> no, no, no. I love the UK. I own great property in the UK. I love the UK. I have no idea how my property is doing because I don't care. But I own Turnberry and I own in Aberdeen and I own in uh, Ireland, as you know, Dunebeg and... Okay, he's so actually weird. senile. Like this, yeah. My gra I have a grandmother, or I don't. She passed away, um, but she had Alzheimer's, and this was like the speech patterns. Like I can mm -hmm. recognize it. Like when she was trying to like seem with it, she would. I mean, if he, they're going at the same rate, we have a long yeah. time, guys. But they were like she would literally like 
just repeat the same like weird facts over things that she fixated on the thing she happened to be fixating on was the 2000 election and how George Bush shouldn't have been president so for four fucking years (laughs) this is all she talked about would repeat the same facts about it well that's what we have going on here completely yeah yeah and that's how I got into politics Um, so before we move on to one more thing, I just wanted to address something in a comment that we've gotten because I feel like it keeps coming up. Um, people want to know why we don't like Bernie Sanders. Um, so I just want to, I really want to like honor this question. Um, so here's the thing. I don't like dislike Bernie Sanders. Like I don't hate him. I just like, he's not my preferred candidate. And there are two reasons for this. One is that I find him to be a bit divisive. Um, do you find him to be divisive or his following? Like, do you think that we ha- can hold him responsible for how some of his really enthusiastic, well, not everybody, of course, but I think we can all agree there there is a faction that is a very divisive. I, I agree with that you can't always hold, like, the leader responsible yeah. for their followers, but I do think there are things that a leader can do to... Totally, To, yeah. to quell the, the instincts. Yeah. Or to, like, kind of hype them up a little bit and I think that he doesn't necessarily do the quelling the second reason is I think he has some great policies like as a headline movie nice to have free college free health care for everyone but I don't feel that he really does a great job of laying out any semblance of how he would pay for these things which I think stands in great contrast to someone like Elizabeth Warren or Andrew Yang who I think also have very uh, their policy sounds like a little pie in the sky but I think they at least humor us by explaining their plans to pay for them yeah i feel like because that's i mean that's the main criticism bernie got in the last election was like well how do you pay for this and i feel like his opponents have taken that to heart and really made sure that they have like precise ways that we pay for that also the the average person can like understand Yeah. yeah what do you think of bernie i have you know I sometimes say I will never forgive him for what he did to Hillary, but I don't really think that that is why Hillary lost. Yeah, I agree. But I think it's like undeniable how much he has pulled the field to the left. And I think he deserves a ton of credit for that. I don't think he would be a bad president. But yeah, he's just not my preferred candidate. I mean, like, yeah, the types of things that I'm into celebrating now are like really sort of like novel, innovative approaches to how we would pay for things and how we pitch them to the American people and the fact that we have like people from all different backgrounds and like that's sort of what I'm into celebrating right now and he doesn't for me fall into any of those really exciting categories yeah yeah same although I did see something and again if he's the nominee like I'm yeah forget about it hardcore in for him like I don't care that I at this point don't want him but I saw this um, article, I think it was posted by Andrew Yang, and it basically said that the two candidates most likely to pull from Trump previous Trump supporters would be Bernie Sanders and Andrew Yang. Wow. So, I mean, I think that that is telling. Yeah, it's interesting. Totally. It's an interesting approach to the electability argument that everyone has to be pro-Biden. Yeah. But yeah, I just wanted to address this because people, a lot of people have been asking. Yeah. And <laughs> um, yeah, and I think it's just a conversation yeah. since we talk about this every once in a while. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree with you. Like I said, like I right now at this point, like I don't know if we'll ever like endorse a candidate, but we're just like celebrating the things that we think are cool right now. And for for me, he doesn't really he doesn't do it. it, It's very similar to the last time, which was great then, and it's still great. But yeah, I agree with your assessments that yeah, like I'm just more excited about other people, right? So yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, like we don't hate Joe Biden. 
No. I just don't think he should be president. Right. There's, yeah. also, there's also a difference. When I say I dislike someone in the context of them running for president, right. I'm saying that about them being president. Totally. I'm not oh, even necessarily yeah, yeah. saying that about them as like a politician, a senator, yeah. an existing human being. So, yeah. yes, there's that. Yeah. People have asked us too if we like Marianne Williamson. <laughs> You know, I think Marianne Williamson, like, minus the anti-vax, anti-science, right. weird shit, which I don't exactly. even know everything that she has said in that world, and I definitely don't think she should be a presidential candidate. I do think a lot of the stuff she says about our society is accurate, yeah. and that deserves a place to be said. Right. I just wish she would cool it on some of the other stuff. Yeah, totally. Like, you're not a doctor, so maybe don't weigh in on antidepressants yeah. and, like, vaccines. But, like, the fact that we should all love each other, I'll take yeah, from you. Yeah, for sure. Totally. Yeah. Uh, do you want to do one more thing? Yeah, for sure. So this is wild. Officials are investigating what is believed to be the first crime committed in space. Ooh, spooky. Um, I know. It's, and it involves a lesbian couple, trailblazers as always. So a divorce between astronaut Anne McLean and her wife, um, may have led to the first ever crime in space. So McLean allegedly accessed her wife's bank account improperly. It is unclear if it was a hack. Her, her ex-wife is alleging that whatever she did was criminal. She, she somehow stole her identity. It was improper what happened. And she did so from the International Space Station. Now, Anne McLean was one of the women. Remember, we were supposed to have that all-female spacewalk and we couldn't do it because they didn't have enough suits that fit women. I was about to ask, how did she get a suit that fit her? Well, I guess she's she doesn't have a moonwalk. She doesn't have a moonwalk suit, apparently. But she's okay. just on, like, the space station, and that's sort of where this happens. So, yeah, they're just in kind of, like, not a very friendly divorce. And so her ex-wife has filed a complaint with the FTC um, and NASA's Office of Inspector General saying that, that her, her records were improperly accessed. And McLean is denying any wrongdoing. Um, so, that, yeah, this is a pretty, like, run-of-the-mill type of issue, but it, it could be, if it's determined to be a crime, the first crime committed in space. That something related happened in, in 2011. Well, this isn't even super related. I just thought it was funny. Um, NASA had to organize a sting operation targeting a space engineer's widow who was trying to sell a moon rock. So that's, that's the closest cool. thing. I would get a moon rock. Yeah. Like, she could have gotten so much money for it. You're yeah. not allowed to sell moon rocks? Did he leave it to her? He maybe shouldn't have like put that yeah, on Craigslist or something. <laughs> yeah. 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 But so it sort of like begs some questions about like people have aspirations about space tourism. So how do you sort of handle it? But there are five there are five national or international space agencies that are kind of involved with the International Space Station. And basically wherever you're from, whatever laws you are typically bound by is what you're bound by in space. So if you're Canadian and you commit a crime, if it's a crime in Russia, or excuse me, <laughs> if it's a crime yeah. in Canada, then you're committing a crime. Same for Russia. So surely there's a lot of variation, but that's sort of the question that this this is bringing up. Okay, hypothetical. Yeah. And as the, you know, whoever's the very first international space lawyer will be a very wealthy person yeah. a very wealthy woman <laughs> and um here's my question let's say russia legalizes murder which like they basically sure. have okay let's say you yeah. have a canadian uh person yeah. in the space station and a russian person and a you know and they whatever. both commit the, yeah and they commit with what let, let's say the russian murders the canadian is the russian off the hook because it's legal in russia but the Canadian woman was murdered and who gets her justice? Right. How does that work? Well, apparently space law sets provisions for extradition back well, to Earth. really answering a question. <laughs> <laughs> and um, then where on Earth do you go? Nations can ask for a citizen, like a person who's a citizen of another country who committed a crime upon. 
a person of your nation, you can make a request that that person, when they return to Earth, <laughs> what if that person's like, I'm not going back? Yeah, I'll leave me here. Have to like forcibly take them off off the planet, that I, which I assume is just how it goes everywhere. Like, you, you know, can put be- in a request for extradition, but Russia can be like, no, you can't. This would be a great movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Some like crazy crime like happens. Like the terminal, but for, <laughs> but for space. Yeah. And he just like the person's just stuck there because like they can't because yeah. they murdered someone. Anyway. Anyway, if you want to murder someone, just do it in space. Yeah. Even though your country says no. Yeah. Be from a country that allows call, murder. Yeah. Call Russia and be like, hypothetically, if I were to murder. And they're like, well, who are you going to murder? <laughs> They're like, come, come with us. Right. Yeah. Um, Okay, guys, please rate, review, and subscribe. It means so much to us, and we'll answer your questions. Yeah. Like how we feel about Bernie and why. Totally. So I hope the person who reviewed um, listened again to find out the answer. Otherwise, there were other people asking, like, why don't you like Bernie? But this is what made me really answer it. So please rate, review, and subscribe. It is so helpful for helping us grow, which we have been doing and you guys you're working it's working whatever you're doing yeah with all the reading if you already have thank you so much we appreciate it so much it's they're really fun to read thank you and sign up for our email betches.co slash up sign up tell all your friends you can win prizes go to referral.betches.com to sign up for that you send them a unique link it automatically registers that it's you because science (laughs) and um and that is our show until the end of democracy i'm sammy fishbein i'm amanda duberman and this has been the betches up podcast Batches.